The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Drop Back Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joe Costanzo, and I'm joined as ever down the line by Sam Lewis. How's it going, Joey? It's going pretty damn well. How you doing, mate? Yeah, holding up all right. Hopefully we'll be out of this soon. Yes, totally. Don't think about the event. Press things forward. And speaking of which, Matthew Burns Peak is down the line as well. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. I thought you were going to hit us with a bonjour. What happened to that bonjour you were practicing? Well, I'd I'd done a good bonjour and then Sloop buggered up the first first intro attempt. So that's that's lost to the ages now. I've had to delete that. Well, why didn't you just hit us with another bonjour? Because I'm, I'm bonjour, stale now, no. I'm warmed up. <sighs> oh my god, that was terrible. <laughs> okay, it's so... It's not going to get better than tonight, that. Today we've got a pretty big thing going on that we need to kind of cover and uh, get, shed some light on. It's this thing called the NFL Draft. Uh, you guys might have heard of it. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. I've it's, never heard of it. Can it's you do a very a good... breakdown for me, Joe? So basically, um, they have this oh, stuff god. in America called college <laughs> sports. And uh, it's pretty sports. big over there. Um, instead of the normal traditional way of signing players into professional teams like uh, youth clubs, etc., um, the Americans <laughs> prefer to draft in their players from college in a once-in-a-lifetime NFL draft every year. So not once in a lifetime, but anyway, yeah, but once in a year. Work, how, how do they decide who gets who? The worst performing teams throughout the season get the best players in the Joe, NFL I'm gonna... draft. Unless oh, you're the Houston it. Texans, stop in which it. case you like watching... traded away all of your draft picks for chips. It's like when Sky first started broadcasting NFL <laughs> and they stopped the game every every time there's a stop. What player, is like, an oh, offensive tackle? That, the quarterback threw that forward. Oh, honestly, it made me want to gouge my eyes out every time I saw What's it. What's a special teams? You, you're a special, Am I a special I, uh, team. Mama always said I was a special team. Um, okay, so I, I just want to get right into it, boys. You, you, you good to go? Are we, are we all warmed uh, up? Yeah, not with my bonjours, but with draft talk, I am warmed up. Yes. Right. Well, I hope your draft talk's better than your bonjours. Let's get right into it. So the you first thing French. I want to ask you guys, um, obviously, there's quite a lot of weapons in this in this draft. It's one of the more exciting drafts. Uh, Your we to, metaphorical weapons. If you were to be on a weapons. deep diving YouTube binge and you were just uh, going through everything, you might think, God, this highlight heaven has got a lot of uh, great players in this draft. And I, I want to stem off that and kind of think, who are the best offensive and defensive oh, weapons and what team do you think will, will, uh, will end up taking them? We'll nab them. I want to start with you, Matt. What do you think? Oh, gosh. Wow. Well, are we going offense first, I imagine? Yeah, do your offense yeah. and defense, and then Slu can say his. Good golly gosh. What's right. the first pick on either of them? Oh, That's no, outrageous. Shut up, Get fucked, Slu. Get fucked. Honestly, um, shut up. Well, I, it's... <laughs> The thing with the offense weapons, obviously, we're not. I I, I didn't really consider the quarterbacks because I feel like everyone's talked to death about the quarterbacks. We know Joe Burrows is going one. We know Tua is probably going five to the Dolphins. What? In, <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> unless my nightmares come true and Justin Herbert emerges. Pats virtually. are going to trade up, mate. Pats can clad in fuck pop. off. Imagine, imagine Bill Belichick trades up. But yeah, everyone knows about the quarterbacks in this draft. I think they've been done to death. Um. What I think is really interesting is the the top three receivers in this yes. draft. 
um, you know, Judy, Ruggs and Lamb are all exceptional. And they've sort of stolen the limelight as well in, from a weapons perspective because they all look like they could come yeah. in and be day one stars. But someone that goes really under the radar, not really through any fault of his own because he's been fantastic re- receiver for Clemson, is T. Higgins. It's only oh, because yes. of Judy, Ruggs and Lamb that people aren't really talking about T. Higgins as much as they should be. And Higgins has been absolutely dominant throughout his college career. And I think he's going to be a fantastic weapon at the NFL level. He's so big. And he make he can make all the catches. He's going to be an absolute beast. Yeah, I I, I honestly think with Higgins, if I think some of the element of it is that he's more of a possession receiver and he's not as much an athletic freak like we see out of a rugs or um like a, the agility of a lamb, for example. But he's still like he's not necessarily a combine performer, so that's maybe why he's been kind of taking a back seat to it. But he is a definitely a first round receiver by all means. Um, that often gets yeah. o- overlooked. How do you think he stacks well, up? Probably, he probably to... actually dropped to the second round based on how many great receivers there are in this draft. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Um, mm. Which is what I've gone for for my offense. I thought there's no point looking past the obvious. I've gone for C.D. Lamb here. Yeah. Mm. With everything Matt said, he, he's able to do everything T. Higgins go, goes up, gets the ball, makes the tough catches. You can basically put him anywhere to exploit matchups, any of the receiver mm. positions. And when he gets the ball in his hands, I don't think we've got a receiver quite like him in the NFL running with the ball. He was almost what Sammy Watkins was promised to be when he was first coming out. Yeah, let's hope he's running yeah. with the though. ball in his hands. Yeah, he's the one true Sammy Watkins. I think I, I'm. This kind of rounds it off quite nicely because I was going to say Henry Ruggs. Um, mm. I, I think honestly, a prospect with four point legitimate four point two seven forty yard dash. Did you see that forty yard dash? He didn't even look like he was trying. Repeated. Um, no, I blinked and I missed it. Yeah, honestly, um, nice. he's he's the fastest guy in college football last year and in general. Uh, and lots of people kind of give all to all this credit, I think, for uh, his performance. Because he's brilliant. He's, he's but really yes, good. Carry on. Um, of course, he's good. But I think Already a lot defended. of that he was he was putting uh, the ball into the hands of much more capable receivers. And Ruggs is one of the reasons we don't really know to his true potential. I think. Um, I think there's and Judy to be fair, if, if, if by that point as well, you know, he had, yeah, didn't have didn't have bad. I weapons, actually think I'd fair, take too. Jerry Judy over. Rugs, not that that's any slight on I Ruggs just, himself. I, I, I was considering it. I think but... Judy's just a more polished prospect at this mm. moment in time. Yeah, you, for sure. It depends what team you are. If you're a team that needs that deep threat, then yeah, go Rugs. If you're something that you're closer to competing for a championship, I think Judy adds a bit more to your offense. I think um, Rugs is running. more of an explosive talent. And if you were mm. to look back a few years ago and say maybe a Tyreek Hill, um, where Obviously, with personal issues aside, he's still an explosive player that um, had definitely had talent but was kind of raw, and he's grown into that. I think we could potentially see that with Ruggs. Um, he's not... Ten- yeah. Um, I what think I would say comp. is Ruggs is quite a bit slighter than Tyreek Hill was and is at the moment. He's a he's a heavier set athlete. They've got both got that speed. Blazing speed. But Tyreek's a little bit more physical. I think I think it's it's uncoachable the amount of speed that a player like Ruggs and a player like Tyreek Hill have. Mm. I think uh, catches on runs and slants is what we're going to see a lot of in the first year of him starting. I think deep catches. Mm. But there are t- times where he actually messes up a lot of his deep catches, I, I realised, is that um, he basically overruns the route and he has to stop and like kind of stop, cross his feet, come back, catch it. And he gets away with it because he's so quick. I don't think he'll get away with it as much in the NFL. I think that's something yeah. that can... Any negatives I see in his game, I think can get kind of coached out of him. And I think that's one of the things that makes me think, you know what, like he'll he'll be pretty decent. Um, so what, what do you guys have 
Uh, I had him going for Baltimore. I really hope he, he goes to wow. Baltimore. I think, I think we've got quite a lot of draft capital this year and sort of like the mid to like second round sort of picks um, that we could use to potentially trade up higher in the first round. Um, I don't like think he'll him. get to you, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't, but I'd like to see him go there. You know, that's more hmm. what it was for me. What do you guys, so what do you think for T Higgins, Matt? What, you, what team could you imagine him going to? See, this is, see, I, cause, because he can, he could quite easily slip to the second. I could see the Eagles or someone maybe even getting him in the second. I think that would be a really good fit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not it, really it's... what we need. We need more speed on offense. And he's you need someone who doesn't have stone think... hands. You will take who you can get, Slew, at this point. You're not wrong. We'll take speed, mate. We've got um, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard if we want people that can catch underneath and catch those 50-50 balls. So we do need someone that can stretch the defence out a bit. That is what we missed last year when Jackson went down. True. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he's going to struggle to find a home. I think there's a, there's a few no. sort of teams that are I'm not saying for... I wouldn't take him. I just think there are well, good. better the fits for what yeah. we need. Okay. But yeah. Cool. Who do you think then, Matt? Any teams other than yes? Yeah, so you think the Eagles then? Probably I could see. Then. I could see him go to the Eagles. I could see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the Patriots. I could. They need some. They need I some weapons see anyone on offense. Going to the Patriots, to be honest, I never really know. They tend to just take someone on defense in the first round. So. Oh no, Higgins. I don't think Higgins will go in the first round. To to be clear, I don't think. Um, I, I think he'll, he'll be, be early second, second round. round for the Patriots. He would be a, I think he would be a first rounder again if it wasn't for because we haven't. If it wasn't for the Justin fact Jackson. that Judy's talented round, enough, yeah, yeah, and Justin Jackson's a baller. There's so there's so much talent in this draft at receiver. Yeah, I know. Mm. I don't think CD Lamb. I don't think he makes it past that trio that's Oakland, San Francisco, and then Denver. Mm. They've got the Bucks, yeah. Someone's got to take in the middle. Him. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't fall past all three of those. I don't think unless someone trades up, so he doesn't get past number fifteen. I would be surprised if Lamb got past that. No, I'd agree. Um, who do you guys have for your defensive picks? Slew, do you want to start? Yeah, I went for not the best defensive player in the draft, but the most useful and mm-hmm. could just absolutely ruin any team. I went Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. Who we, well, that's a nice one. Who, yeah. We don't even know where he's really going to play. He'd probably be linebacker or Everywhere. safety. But exactly, he showed a great tendency to be able to blitz off the edge as well. And the fact that he's six foot four. 238 pounds and run a 439.40. But people that big aren't supposed yeah. to be able to move that quickly. It's ridiculous. I think you can put him up on an off the ball linebacker kind of role so he matches up with tight ends or could blitz. Because his run stuffing isn't quite his forte yet. I reckon he did improve last year and it could be coached into him. But if you just let him line up against tight ends, he, he may be the first of what the generation will be that. Because the tight ends came first, and people haven't really figured out a way to stop them yet. So if you get players mm. like Isaiah Simmons through, you may especially with the amount of you know really, especially with the amount of like really effective tight ends in the NFL at the moment yeah. as well. Yeah. Like a player like Simmons is is needed badly at the moment by a number of different teams. He he makes so many which splash just allows plays you well to slowly. line up it exactly. It just allows you to have a base formation and be a completely different play post snap he's quick enough that he doesn't have to shift he's if he's one of those high safeties or come down to the box as much so it just allows that extra element of surprise which gives you every advantage mm. yeah for sure um, i like that who, who, who... and also what matt brought up last week as well with mark Barron and deon buchanan as well those two players that wanted to be that linebacker safety hybrid he may be the first one to actually do it to a pro bowl caliber level 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, awesome. So, Matt, who, who have you got for your defensive player? I, I feel a bit bad about this one because I went really, really boring. Um, yeah. I went, I went with Chase Young. Okay. You know, we, he's he's going to be the second pick off the board. I think if, fair, if there's yeah. any sense in the Redskins organization, he's he got a nine, 99.9.9 draft grade. So he's basically, according God. to all the scouts, the closest the closest thing to a sure thing that you can sort of come to. Just just for barring you know, injury, background. Yeah. yeah, for background on that, the only other players to ever get a ninety nine rating were Saquon Barkley, Andrew Luck, Von Miller, and Patrick Peterson. So you know. Not bad. All pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean Chase, Chase Young's it's absurd just, un- when you when un- you watch highlights of him. Uncoachable. He's going to be. Yeah, he's, he's just so so talented. I think he's going to. He's he's a player that that you, you he's going to go like I said second second overall pick and he's going to instantly, you know, he's the sort of player that you're going to notice every time he's on the field. I think. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. Yeah, I'd agree. Have to be honest. To, sorry. But basically the top quarterback in the draft ever top non-quarterback in the draft every year seems to in the last few years has been a can't miss pass rusher yeah that's so true Mm. there is one every year this is what i mean like it's kind of weird with these defensive ends that go really early first first thing and you always hear their athletic beast there whether they they are they've got something that none of these other guys had they're they're completely something else and it's i don't know until they're in the nfl like i can tell looking at someone's college game tape that i know chase young will he obviously has the potential to be good, but I, I think it's hard to say. It, it comes down to positional value, though, doesn't it? At the end of the day, of, like if you, it's a lot when of you're looking to build a, a franchise. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot like of pressure. Quarter, it's, but... it's a passing game, so you need a quarterback. So you need someone that can stop the opposition's quarterbacks. So you need someone that can then protect from that defensive monster. I think even though it's a boring pick, I would would wouldn't necessarily say it's wrong i think it's probably the most <laughs> the most right you've been in, in a so fair right amount of time harsh. fair amount of time that's yeah. the most right you've been um my pick is jeff okuda he's uh his okuda maybe um his teammate uh, ohio state another famous uh ohio state buckeye defensive back uh most recently we've got Denzel Ward, Marcus Lattimore, Malik Hooker, um, recent memory, Malcolm Jenkins would be an example of one within the last few decades. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've no- noticed this, but he's in the news recently for his insane DIY do-it-yourself-at-home do workouts during these weird isolation DIY do-it-yourself. DIY do-it-yourself. Yeah. You know it. You know it. You know um, it. And... Yeah, so I think he shows all the athletic traits of a really elite defensive back, like you said, of like a Patrick Peterson. Um, he's a shut. He was a shutdown corner in his final season. Nothing could really get past him, and he's just basically an island out there. I think any team that's um, favoring man coverage could do absolute bits of Akuda, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. I mean, does anyone else agree? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, too. I, agree I think you. he's he's definitely the top corner in the draft. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, like like you said, really solid throughout his collegiate career. I think he's going to, you know, be someone that instantly can come in and improve a secondary. And especially, he makes so much sense for Detroit at three that it's almost like they're not going to do it because it it's, it's almost makes yeah. too much sense for a Matt Patricia to be able to to function on it. Yeah, um, I had him going potentially to the either Detroit, either or the Panthers, and then potentially Las Vegas. Um, would want him most, but. Um, they wouldn't be able to get him at 12 unless they move up, really. 
they'd have to move up a long way. Yeah. I think. Yeah, there's. I don't. I don't think they'll, they'd manage it. But that's the team that I could imagine would need him the most. Throughout the draft, we always have a few like hidden gems in in the later sort of mid oh, to late yeah. rounds. Obviously, that, that that's the funnest part. I think is is finding those little guys that you know the George Kittles, the late round pr- producers. Most of the people that we covered last week. Yeah, basically, uh, and that's what last week was all about. You know, the people have been mm. kind of overseen by scouts, and I think this week is we should highlight that again and look at a prospect that might not necessarily yes. get the coverage that they deserve. Who you think will be your best value for money pick? So, what prospect do you think will sort of exceed scouts' expectations and overperform Ooh. for the the team based on where they were selected in the draft? Who wants to go first? I I was going to say I think Slu should go first because I've been a greedy bugger and and pick two. That is very greedy. All right, you didn't. No, you only went first on the first one. Um, mine isn't necessarily a prediction that he will make it. It's more if he can sharpen up his skill set and become what he could be. He could be an absolute star, which is Lynn Bowden Jr. Okay. Out of Kentucky. Oh, you've stolen. Was my, that yours? At the blokes. buzzer again, yes. Slu. At the buzzer. Oh, what a theft! But yeah, carry well, on. You actually oh, gave that to me. This. Yeah, quarterback, receiver, return man. He was like the first Everything. player <laughs> driver. with a thousand yards rushing, thousand yard receiving and returning since, oh, I've forgotten the, the stat that there. I may have been Wes Welker in college, but it, that could be a complete lie. I'll find that out at some point. I'll look at um, that for you. No, but he's so electric. He, he is very raw in his route running ability, seeing as though he played year and a half, for a year and a half, though. But if he mm. can sharpen up, I assume Matt's going to add to, he could be something really special in the NFL. Yeah, man. Yes. Lynn Bowden's like a well-henched Taysom Hill, I think. With more <laughs> with more upside. <laughs> a well-henched Taysom Hill. <laughs> he's yeah, so mate. quick as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's absolutely repeated. When he when he has a ball in his hands, he his ability to make people miss and, you know, turn small, you know, s- s- short routes into long routes and and big gains is exceptional. Like you can you could see by the way that Kentucky used him they were just they needed to get the ball in his hands as often as possible and he was so explosive i'm gutted that Natural you got based on my kit my my picks Lou, but i agree with that bowden's going to be sick i really yeah. hope that the pit that the finns pick him up in the mid rounds oh, of course you hope the finns well the great pick thing him about up. him as well even if he doesn't reach his full potential as a receiver or anything like that they could put him with a trick plays have him running sweeps with the pass option mm. oh, yeah. or even he'll be a great return man in the nfl either way that's what i mean he'll have he'll have great value even if it's just on special teams yeah i think that's important as well Boom. especially in today's nfl just a player who can do, do it all and like fit into any sort of gap that a team might need um and we get a lot of that in, in various offenses especially in like your patriots or just keen offensive yeah. minds like the uh sean payton's of the world and i think like like you said it's just it's just versatile you know it gets it doesn't have to fit it can fit in loads of different ways um cool so matt i guess you had another one that you have i said. did i did so other than lynn bowden i also went with another person who i'm hoping i mean i was a bit biased here because i was mainly looking at uh, which i think everyone does you know your own team is and you're looking down draft boards and stuff yeah. like that um, so I was looking at safety quite a lot. Over oh, why would that be, Matt? Didn't you? Because did you get rid got... of one of your safeties? Oh, we, yeah, well, you got rid of two of them quite yeah, recently. Actually, I'm still I'm still very fresh from us releasing Richard Jones, who has been one of my favourite yeah, Dolphins I know you loved him. forever. Um, very sad times, but perfect replacement for him could be Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. Um, 
very very productive safety um you know a lot of teams are very high on him his dad was a former pro bowl corner um yeah just love him i think he could he's got the all the skills to be really productive at the next level um he's sort of being slept on a bit again similar with some of the receivers in this draft because you've got isaiah simmons and mckinney at the sort of at the top and and delpit um who have sort of grabbed more of the headlines i think winfield's sort of gone gone under the radar a bit more but i think that he could be you know very very productive for, for a team at the next level yeah, no, I think there's quite a lot of defensive backs that are kind of overlooked in, in this draft. And that's what we're kind of seeing, like, along with the receiver talent, we're also seeing a lot of these sort of, uh, I reckon the fifth to seventh round for, for cornerbacks will be really, um, mm. for instance, I've got another defensive back on my list, Kenny Robinson. So I'm not sure nice. if you guys know about him. Um, so he's basically a free safety nickel corner hybrid. Uh, he was the only player to transition straight from a college team into an XFL roster. So he played Ooh. for my St. Louis Battlehawks. May they rest in peace. Um, <laughs> ah, it hurts, bro. It hurts. It hurts right in the feels. <laughs> but he's the only player to transition from some sort of college team to an XFL roster, which is, to be honest, how I thought the league was going to start going. Um, mm. He's the first one to have the mind to do it. He had some issues at uh, West Virginia moved straight to the XFL against older like grown men and uh was was some people had him in in mind for defensive MVP uh nice. when when the season was on um because he was still not eligible at the time he's now had to declare for the NFL draft so he's expected to go mid to late rounds projected around the 5th and i think the value you get with the Robinson with the experience against actual sort of NFL level medium level talent um, I think games in the XFL a lot more regimented, a lot more close to the NFL standard in the sense that it's not, you know, mm. college teams, you can just get, some, you can face some competition that you'll roll over completely. You're not going to get that as much in the XFL. There were a few tighter games, even with the worst teams in the league. And um, I think that's so, an interesting take, to be fair. Yeah, like seeing what we saw against grown men in the XFL, uh, he's got amazing range. He's got great instinct for playmaking. Uh, he'd be a great member of any secondary. And he's got this really nice, like, well, some would say slight, but lanky frame that so he can so get sort of side to side and leap across and cut, cut, um, just cut in front of a deep receiver. He, he lets people think that you'll he's got enough space for you for you to throw the ball and then you throw it and then he's there he closes and, the gap well yeah yeah he's very athletic and i think yeah he could spend time playing nickel he could some cornerback but mostly free safety slash nickel i think would be his, his position i think he'll bring value to mm. any team that drafts him i'm probably gonna say i don't know maybe maybe um let's hit with las vegas again because they need some they need some defensive back help you're really you're not high on the on the uh Raiders they just they right just now, need the, they need help you seem to get ter- torn apart all the time one thing i season. would say about that they did just go and get jeff heath from the cowboys who is a safety and free agency he's also a kicker okay <laughs> point Are being players people too, they're not people i'm sorry Hot take. But my point is, I don't know if they're going to spend money on free agency, but I suppose if they could get him up in the later rounds. It's not a free agent, it's a uh, yeah, fifth, fifth round pick. No, they got Jeff Heath in free agency and then go oh, and yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah, but I think the thing is with versatility. So like I said, you can play him in nickel, you can play him at corner. Um, it's not it's not that big, it's not that deep, I think. Anyway, I so... I think it will come down to with him, um, you know, what, NF, what people think of the XFL compared to collegiate ball. Yeah, I think there'll I, be plenty I, well, of people that will see it as, you know, like you said, it's you know, it's, it's a better standard, and there'll be plenty that 
will see it as potentially a step down. What college team you were playing on, I think, what kind of mm. level of competition. And even then they'd had blow at games against people and pad their stats. Well, I just think that's less common in the XFL based on the fact that every player there was trying to make it to an NFL roster. And that's what the whole yeah. league was sort of formulated about. So yeah, also one other thing that's granted in any NFL draft is there's going to be a few reaches, a few players drafted in spots they might necessarily not perform to the standard of. So I wanted to know from you guys, what is your biggest sort of red flag player? What you think, what player do you think, not not like we don't want to put anyone down before they get drafted or anything like that, but what do you think, something that the scouts and the media might be overlooking? Who do we go with first before Matt? Let's go with Slew first. We went with me first last time because... I stole Matt. You go. I'm still, trying to, I'm still trying to work out in my head, to be honest. All right, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. go with it. And it's to be fair, quite a few people have pointed out they could be a bust. But having watched this tape, I just can't see why anyone would draft Justin Herbert. Yeah. To be their quarterback Ooh, going forward. Hot. The hot take. I don't know if that Wowzers. is a hot take. I don't know if it's well, it, a hot take. If it be the reason I picked him over, say, Jacob Eason or Jordan Love, who have some of the similar issues that he has coming out with like mm. slow processing misfires it's the fact that justin herbert has been a starter in oregon for four his years whole career yeah so it's not it's not as if he's just coming out he's a bit raw he should be at a point where he should be ready to start in the nfl and the fact is that he's still late on progressions and he just misses wildly on certain throws um the one thing i would say about him is once he was given an opportunity to show off his mobility he did improve it does add an extra element to his game and if you're picking him to sit and learn then yeah maybe he could be your guy for the future but if your decision is to take justin herbert and for him to start day one whether that be for miami i don't know i almost said san diego but it's the la no, Chargers. i even think for miami miami he wouldn't he wouldn't be starting day one i reckon no maybe not there. but behind or maybe come in later on in the season but i wouldn't start him day maybe one. that is the case but i wouldn't even start him during the season nowhere near ready to start and no if you're i taking agree in the first yeah. round that's played for four years you sh- should be ready i think it's just bad decision making which is the qb's worst trait he's far too inconsistent with it he goes he'll throw a really good ball and then i think the other thing with organ as well their offense just never let him throw the ball deep after that he would mess up and they would just lose all trust in him. They'd cut it, and he'd throw just 60% screens, like finish the game on screens all the time. And it's just like, oh, my God, he actually never really got to show his weapons. Yeah, um, there's not even that much of an exaggeration. He did throw over a quarter of his throws. He was there for four year. years, like you said. Like, he was there for four years. You think at this point they would he would have learned enough that the coaches feel enough confidence in him for him to push the ball deep. You would hope that, but obviously that... that is a bigger telling sign than, than anything for me. I think if he went to a really good organization, maybe like a Patriots, like we keep saying, he could do well if he sits behind a year and takes takes it. Speaking in. of um, Patriots, big NFL news already. just dropping. Rob yeah. Gronkowski, Ooh. apparently, according to Mr. Rappaport, oh, God, here we go. Has apparently wants to come, wants to play a bit more football, and has told the Patriots he wants to go and play with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. <laughs> Fuck oh, off! Wow, no way. This is a yeah. hot news. What? Well, it won't be by the time this comes out, but we like to no. think we get it there on time. Yeah, relatively. It's hot. there or thereabouts. It's there or thereabouts. It's it's. But that lining warm. up with the fact that the Bucks are apparently shopping OJ Howard, they can bring in Gronk. Oh yeah, uh, that's interesting. Could there be truth cool. to that? Why would they be shopping OJ Howard if they could just have a double tight end set with? Because they've got Cam Brate already. 
yeah, who's yeah. pretty good until he gets injured halfway through the season and ruins good. your fantasy. <sighs> true. That is true. Okay, well, we can talk about that more on a later podcast. I think this is more sort of good towards the end for draft, but it's good to know. Maybe it could factor into what Tampa uh, Bay does in their in their actual picks. Something for people um, to, to have in the back of their minds when they're doing their uh, draft bingo. Oh, that's a good point Matt's raised there, and we'll elaborate on that at the end of the podcast. But Go Matt, for now, you. do you want to give us your biggest red flag? Yes. And, you know, similar to Slew, Slew, Slew I think actually mentioned his name as well. Jordan Love, I'm I'm really uneasy about Jordan Love because... You've both said both my things. <laughs> well, you can have it. It's the same issue. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll ramble, Joe, so you've got time to think of another one. Grant Delpit can't can't tackle, apparently. There you go, run with that. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, Jordan Love, I just, the amount of games with multiple interceptions worries me. The you know The stats overall... 29 interceptions in his collegiate career it's not i just i've seen people compare him to having the upside of a pat mahomes and i just think that's absolutely hyperbole no, I think to joe the extreme. burrow's got the upside of a pat mahomes but i don't think anyone else in this draft does yeah uh, to as soon as you're over six four and your big arm half the scouts are going to say oh but if we could just teach him decision making and accuracy we've got yeah, ourselves a yeah and it's court, one of those things uh, that you, you people are thinking it's just something you just like learn and it's something you can learn but it has to be drilled into you and the fact that he was there for four years oh wait this is talking about jordan love but still it's the same problem it's three he's still years there still, for four, yeah three, three years like he's still fairly experienced at the college level and he shouldn't be throwing this amount of freaking interceptions so i'm just looking at it yeah 20 and touchdowns it... to 17 interceptions in his final year and he's going in the people are saying he's going in the first round i don't understand yeah, it's, it it's bad it's it I, I just i think he's he's the sort he's we've seen it so many times players that it's like oh it could be a really intriguing prospect because you know he's made some really good throws but people forget the number of interceptions and the number of bad throws and it like it doesn't come down to lack of you know arm talent or that sort of it's just it's the mental side of it i don't trust him to be able to adjust to nfl speed and be able to make nfl decisions especially because he hasn't defenses. played against nfl players in college he didn't play with a lot of that's them, true but being at utah state you don't play a lot of high quality opposition how is that gonna get and ev- and pretty much every time he level? did yeah every pretty much every time he did they got whacked so whacked yeah yeah it, 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 that that seems like a non-starter for me unfortunately for monsieur love i would make the argument that every quarterback outside of Tua and um joe burrow is basically a red flag on this because there's a lot of people um like you said with the three prospects we've just mentioned is they they have some sort of athletic talent or like arm talent um, but arm talent doesn't go past throwing interceptions at the end of the day making bad decisions they, they need to sort that out and I think it can be done like I said at, at the NFL level but they, it just needs to be done and I it, it really depends I think what's interesting about the NFL draft is that people teams get if they if they get this is what Joe Burrow was saying. He wants to go to a good team, a good organization. He's never lost. He hasn't lost a game since he was like. Five. Oh, he's gonna need to get used to that pretty sharpish at the Bengals. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you can just get drafted oh, by the Bengals and then you're screwed for the rest of your career. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, well, obviously it does. I love the draft, but it just—it's crazy that you can get drafted by a terrible team, live out your days, and be Archie Man. Don't blacklist us, NFL. We love the draft. <laughs> we love it. We want to join the Zoom call. How's that gonna work? Like how? how what is they're gonna going need to have, very badly. They're gonna need to have better internet than you, Joe. I think. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've I'm not even sure they will. Issues, they don't yeah, even have an indoor the... facility in <laughs> Cincinnati. They're not going to have good internet. Good God. They're going to have to text it or With email. the third pick of the draft, the Detroit Lions. Detroit, it's not your turn. Mute, mute, mute your mic, Detroit. <laughs> it'll be carnage. Yeah, it'll be madness. I, 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 I it'd be interesting though. Um, do you think they'll just stream it on YouTube or what? Like, someone put, will. I'm, they'll I'm be on like, well, nah, well, not be what that. Not is, that it'll we be would. on ESPN. Sky it'll be on Game Pass. It'll be on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, watch it on Game Pass. And if we're going to encourage everyone to log into their Game Pass and watch it via the NFL. Via the yes. Yes. Or should, is it not going to be on Sky or something like that? Or it will I mean, be. On, yeah, it'll probably be on I'm Sky. I'm plucking as well. channels out of my head here, but I'm, it'll I'm definitely be on, be on Sky. Sky will cover it. Um, I need a bit more Neil Reynolds in my life. Yeah, so do we. Anyway, so um, I I also think, I, to be honest, I think I'm just going to go with that. The the rest of the cute, cute quarterbacks, other than Joe Burrow, too, they're all red flags to me. I, I, to me, I don't, I don't see why we'd have a. Why I'd pick anyone out of that that lot? It's just mm. too, too That's many. That's again things, something so. that happens. Something that happens every year in the fact that you got one or two really good quarterbacks in each draft. Someone yeah. will come out of the third or fourth round, be a yeah. competent starter. But everyone else that gets pushed up in this process between the end of the yeah. college season and the beginning of the draft, they've all everyone gets boosted around this time of the year. So you're always going to get people taken where they shouldn't be and aren't good enough to play at this level. Like Jordan Love has no right to be a first-round pick, in my opinion. No, like, and so. I'm, I'm sorry for the guy because, obviously, he has a right. He played college football to a decent level. But he just at Utah State, you're getting 17 interceptions a year, man. Like, what? What's going on? Like, what's how's, going on? What's what going is going on? on? We're going to revive an old segment now. What do you guys think of that? Yes. So depends very, what segment actually. At the very start of this podcast, your own very segment, Mister Matthew. But oh, now I. So what was that? The quizmaster. You what? are the quizmaster. So basically, quiz Joe, you've, you've stolen my monarchs. Is what, um, is what you said. You've commandeered them without permission. I yes. think we're all co-owners, so he gets he has a right to yes, do what he all, wants. Yes, we're all. But basically, yeah, we started oh, wow. the, the monarchs at the episode one of our now twenty-five episode long stint at this podcast and uh i think we we had some good things in there you know we you know tip what was it jay cutler um the pickup that obviously didn't work out that well throughout the season um and as we've got to the end of the season we've realized we're actually pretty bad we've gone one and 15 we've got the first overall picks so that's good we've got the first overall pick fellas what do you get think? get in get in well done well done to everyone it's everyone bad involved. but it's good so what I want you guys to sort of deliberate on as co-owners, um, firstly, is who should we spend our first overall pick on? Matt, you can go first. In in I'll this year's one. draft? In this year's draft. Okay, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, why? Because he's really good and we need a quarterback. I mean, do, do you want me to go further with this? I think Joe yes. Burrow is pretty much... make a point, Matt. My point is point. that we should definitely just take Joe Burrow. If if we've if we've, I mean, if why smoking Jay's gotten us because. Tell you what, I'm going to tell you why, I, I can... we, why we are going to take Tua. Wait, let oh. Matt finish. Let Matt finish. Oh, see, this is this is turned into a win-win for me because Slew's going to give me the information that I I want to hear from a Dolphins fan perspective. But I'm going to. Oh, you can't just realism. you can't just like. Oh, this is a great segment. Um, 
Yeah, I reckon Burrow's um, Tua's injury history. You know, there there is a flat a red flag there in in some respects, and also I think Burrow's is that alpha. Um, you know, he was fantastic last season for LSU. He, I think, is going to have a fantastic pro career. We need new, another quarterback. Smoking Jay can retire in peace now. Oh, Smoking and Jay's we, been cut. No, that will be these Smoking Jay's Gonzo. So yeah, Mister Burrow's. All right, welcome. To Lovely. London. So so. For the for the London Monarchs in the NFC East, who do you think we'll, we should pick? We should pick first. I believe you said Tua. I so. did say Tua. Do you, and it's not let me hear it. It would it also not Woo! at all because it wouldn't work if we both went with Joe Burrow. <laughs> I'm gonna go with <laughs> Tua because he's not a one year wonder. Unlike some quarterbacks near the top of this draft, he's shown nice. that star potential throughout his whole time at Alabama. Yes, yeah. I was oh, yeah, about yeah, the injury yes. and the hip is a bit of a concern. Yeah, when, right, in fact, each. you look at the whole situation going on right now and the fact that preseason isn't going to start on time, the regular season isn't going to start on time, his hip in the it's recent It's the perfect time to out, have a hip injury. It's the perfect time. If you're going to have a hip injury, you may as well have a long delay before the season comes around. And that video he yeah. recently posted of him slinging the rock, hip looks absolutely fine from what I can tell from a non-expert watching a video of him doing it. That looks like a flexi hip to but me as looks, well, sir. It, it looks great. <laughs> And some of those injuries, he talked about all the um, surgeries he's had in college, but those wrist surgeries he's had, they weren't necessarily required. That was him willing to go the under ankle the knife. Surgeries. To, the ankle surgeries, willing to go under the knife. Very different to, things. To I mean, they're like wrists to the feet, right? <laughs> he's, such a good team, he's such a good team player that he's willing to get cut up so he can recover quicker. Uh, loves the team. Oh, he's going to be so good for the Dolphins. And he'll love London. All right, Matt, do you or want a battle? No, I'm I'm happy with either. They're both ballers. What right. a great segment. Based based on that, I'm gonna go with Tua for the fact that Matt acted as a yes. hype man and loved <laughs> loved everything that <laughs> Slew was saying. So Oh, I needed that man. I needed that. I, I had a genuine night this week, fellas, that the Dolphins selected Herbert of five. Like a genuine genuine had a bad dream that They might you... they might still select Herbert at five. Shut up. No. What's to say that Tua screen, doesn't mate. go three and then because the Lions, that would like... make me super sad. Yeah, the and Lions might trade down. Matt or they Patricia might doesn't him. doesn't have the minerals to not pick a corner a cornerback. He <laughs> might trade. No, I'm saying I'm saying they might, the they might mate. they might trade down and then someone else will pick Tua. Well, no, which is very likely off. actually. He's he's ours, and we've been we've done all these this elaborate smoke and saying he's monitors. ours. Yes, he is the London Monarchs. Hey, bring and... him to London, Miami. I don't care where. Right, I'll so, just so, for the guy. so we've gone with Tua, everyone. This is it's going well. Uh, we're getting a bit, a bit later on Get down the draft. We're getting to the fifth overall pick. The Dolphins, uh, well, the sixth overall pick now. Now there's 33 teams in the league. Um, nice. The Dolphins. Uh, Great team. Okay. <laughs> so, so it turns out we've we've got a little call from the Dolphins, and they they want to shop their their pick, but. Oh, we've got Chris a... Greer, you sly dog. <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing, right? They're, they're, they 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 want to shop their pick. Um, they want to shop it for a first rounder next year, our second Wiley. round this year, our third round this year, and our second round next year. Can I go first? Go for it. Yes, you may, but you have to also if you if you're agreeing, just so you know, you have to say who you're going to choose with this pick as well. Okay, I understand that point, but it's irrelevant because I'm not agreeing. Um, okay. Yeah. You say we went one and fifteen last year. And we're worse than the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Right. We are absolutely trash. We cannot. Well, Jake Cutler is our quarterback. <laughs> we cannot afford to lose 
five picks in the net in the top three rounds over the next two years. That's not a position we're allowed to be in. As we spoke about earlier, we said how deep this draft is at receiver, running back, uh, O-line. There's going to be a lot of good players still available at the top of the second and the top of the third as well. You could probably get mm. T. Higgins maybe even at the top of the third or maybe trade up Ooh. at the end of the second to get him. That's a nice get DeAndre to the Swift start of the show. At the top of the second, you've got a, a ground and pound back who can catch it really well out of the backfield. And as you're going to hear in an article coming soon from Joe Costanzo, there's a hell of a lot of XFL talent out there that you can pick up once the nice. draft is over. Yes, there Go is. read Joe's article and Plug. find out who's going to be joining the London Plug. Monarchs soon. I totally plugged plug that article that two, two podcasts ago and it is yet to be released. So thanks for that, Slip. Plug, plug, thanks plug. For the motivation. It's going to be in depth. <laughs> it is. It's a deep dive a <laughs> into a top five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Matt, if you had a cut, no, we don't move up. Okay, Matt, what do you think? You're allowed um, to, well, screw it, you're allowed to say no, we don't move up as well. We just won't. But just yeah, give because, me your genuine opinion. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here wearing a Dolphins t-shirt, like genuinely wearing a Dolphins t-shirt. So, I mean, I'm a bit torn here because it it's a it's a Wiley Chris Greer trade, and it would work so well for the Dolphins, but for the Monarchs, it would be absolutely horrendous. So um, we can't you, we can't accept that trade. Do you think we I, we we offer them something else though? I think we we just pat Greer on the back and say, "Ah, oh, good try, buddy. Good try." So we, <laughs> we we're not offering anything else. You nearly got us. Okay. No dice. Okay, cool, cool. That's fine. Yeah, we we, we won't move up then. So with the fifth overall pick, the Dolphins select. Well, they'd have to select Justin Herbert if Justin Herbert. Yeah. Oh, that's what you've just done to your franchise, Matt. Oh fuck it. No, I'm changing my answer. Well I'm done. My answer. Yes. No, I'm my answer. no. Yes. Justin fuck it. They can Herbert. have all our picks. They can have all the all our picks, and we'll pick a punter at five. Like. Oh. <laughs> what? Now I'm sad. Why are you sad? Come on. Because that's you've got Justin episode. Herbert. That's you the should second just episode things. in the row that Matt said ended up upset about something the Dolphins have imaginarily done. Well, it's supposed to be imaginary. I mean, we'll find out in a few days, mate. The moves they make in my nightmares haunt me to this day. Yeah. Smoking Jay. Anyway, so um, that that's pretty much a wrap for us, I, I'd say, lads. I think we've talked about a lot. Matt, I think you were mentioning draft bingo earlier. Do you have anything Boom. to say on that? Yes. Oh, I've got so much to say about it. Draft bingo, for anyone that doesn't know, <laughs> and we're, we're going to be releasing on our um, socials over the next couple of days some more information yes. on how you guys can get involved with draft bingo. It's just that it's the most fun way to watch the draft and to and to uh, you know have a bit of fun around it and motivate yourself oh, to difficult. stay up for the entire first round because I, I know the temptation... After your team's picked, and you know Dolphins always pick pretty pretty late, if I remember, um, then uh, it can be it can be a little bit of a of a slog. But draft bingo keeps it interesting, keeps it fun, and it's something you can do with your mates for you know forfeits or, or prizes for the winner. Essentially, sandwiches they they've been won in the past as well. Yeah, essentially what you do is pretty simple concept. It's all about trying to predict correctly, um, you know how the draft plays out so it's you the best way to do it is make a list one one to 32 put down the players at each at what, whatever pick you think they're likely to be picked and the team that you think is going to pick them you get one point if you get the player correct pick that they're picked and one point if you get the correct team that picks them and if you get both those things right so say you said that joe burrow goes one to the bengals and he does 
then fantastic. No, you got yourself three points because you got the bonus point for getting both parts of it right. Um, obviously, if a prospect that you've put on your draft board falls out the first round, that's zil points, my friend. It's pretty. It gets pretty intense, um, especially because every year there's there's a couple of batshit crazy trades or batshit crazy you know picks that you, that you don't see coming. So it does swerve things a little bit. But the fact that you get points based on the pick and the team does it does equate for those trades and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, check yeah, out think, our Insta and our, our be, Facebook and Twitter. We're going to be we'll um, releasing a, temp, a template as well, so you guys can get basically involved. add your picks onto that. Hopefully, yeah. So we're going to play with your mates, get drunk, have fun responsibly i was gonna say in with the in the exception bro. of you know it's it's draft day it's basically like christmas for us and especially with this isolation shit going on i think the best person who can send me their their draft day the closest person you can get it i'll i will go out of my way to give them something i'll tell you that now so <laughs> well i mean what, what what we could do what we could who do doesn't joe, want yeah, a mystery prize from joe costanzo if you tally it up, yeah. there is a maximum amount of points you can get because if you could, if you got every single pick three correct, times you can thirty-two. Get, I, I can't remember what's top of my head. So I'm not very six... good at maths. Yeah, that that exact. No, not sixty. No, ninety. Ninety-six. Ninety-four. Ninety-six. Yeah, Joe, you you failed at maths pretty epically there. But yeah, so you, the maximum you can get is ninety-six points, which never is is never going to happen. But if people can send, if people fill out the template and then send us in, um. Obviously, you've got to submit it before the draft starts. That that's all laid out in the rules as well. But if you if you genuinely get like, a, if you if you get the highest total, then we could fucking we could send 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 someone a prize. Fuck it. Got yeah, nothing we'll else send, to do. We'll send them something. Like I mean, I've got yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get. I'm on furlough, mate. Next Reach. month, I'm gonna get eighty percent of my salary for Balling. doing nothing. So I'm gonna <laughs> bala. I'm just gonna you know I'll buy something you know. Well, we'll send it to Joe's you. It won't be something particularly big. Let's get that going. Joe, I've got oh, Joe. We'll, we'll, we'll send. We can send them a drop. We can send them a piece of drop back merch. Bam! How about that? Plug yeah, that shit. All that merch we have. It's in. It's it's in the <laughs> it's in the wings, mate. Wait, wait. Just oh, it's in so the. So you works. just made so us more work that we have anyway, to now so... design some merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Thank God we got the new logo, eh? That is true. Yeah, you do need to do that all the time. Anyway, so let's um let's let's wrap it up, up, guys. I think that, that we've well said of what we've got a nice game for everyone to play. Get involved. Drop um, bingo. It's follow the us tits. on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the drop back. Um please, please like and comment on our stuff because that just helps the algorithm please. a bit, it helps us get some exposure. If you like the if you like the podcast, share it with people, you know. Um Facebook, you can find us at the Dropback UK. YouTube, you can find us at the Dropback. Um you can also email your questions in nice to joe at the dropback.com and i will be able to if you get any questions just either dm us email us whatever we'll, we'll respond to you slide so, into those um, dms guys slide into our dms guys fellas come on come on what's it all about <laughs> this is this is the time of the season everyone's like, everyone's alone everyone wants to slide into these goddamn dms <laughs> oh also you can find us at the dropback.com for article content which we'll be uploading soon i've been joe i've been sam and I've been Matt. And until next time, peace. Adios. Bye. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Lads. You alright, mate? Update on Gronk. He's been traded to the Bucks. Oh my oh, god! What, so, so he so, wait, 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 wait. So he so he signed like a one a, like a deal with the Patriots, and then it was immediate. well, he was already under contract.
Oh shit. shit. Oh shit. That's a madness. So they've just traded a player that was retired for like, I think a fourth. Oh a fourth. That's really good. But what what how? How's that happened so quick? What a crafty bug. I know, but Belichick's just got a fourth for a player that shouldn't have even been playing this year.